Have you ever lied to yourself, told yourself you didn't belong? I remember when I was about eight years old and these young kitty bitches told me that I couldn't join their clubhouse because my name didn't begin with the letter A. And from that moment on, I questioned myself. Do I fit in? Was it given ugly? Was I not cool enough? Turns out I am that girl. I am the clubhouse, the table, and all above. So this is to you, Amanda, Ashley, and Aaliyah. <laughs> fuck imposter syndrome and fuck you. Sometimes I wonder why I'm just so blessed. No bite, bite, like, God really just keep on blessing me, and it's not fair to you, ho. Nigga, what the fuck do I look like? I walk in a park, bitch? You gotta pay for this. Take your fucking drawers off, no nigga. Bite, bite, bite. Bitch. Y'all fucking it up for bitches like me. Bad bitch. Queen bitches with self-esteem. Yes, I indulge in talking shit. Do I have the facts to back this up? Diamond Social Podcast. It's your girl Diamond, and I'm really happy to be back recording. It's been two years. I took some time off, but I'm back and I'm excited. Um, so this season we're gonna get into some things as far as like women transitioning from their 20s to their 30s. So like stories from our 20s, the things that have affected us, the things that we've been through, and just the shit that people don't really talk about. Um, I was told <laughs> that. I mean, I'm getting older, right? So I want something a little different. I'm not that same girl that was 24 years old talking about niggas ain't shit, even though I haven't let that thought go all the way. There's more things to talk about. Um, so, yeah, so I'm really happy to be here, and I'm ha I'm here with two ladies, two amazing guests. I have Kia and I have Miss Pretty Riot in the building, and we're going to talk about some shit that basically affects a lot of people who don't speak about it, um, imposter syndrome, but I'm going to give the ladies a chance to introdu introduce themselves. Go ahead, Kia. Okay, so, uh, hey, y'all, hey. Um, my name is Kia Smith. I am an author, a public speaker, and a self-love advocate, and I am also the creator of Write Yourself a Love Letter Challenge. Okay. So I'm super happy to be on Diamonds Podcast. Yes, I'm happy to have you. And tell them you got two of your books in stores right now. Yes, um, two. I saw I'm a two-time self-published author. Uh, I have my first book and my second book um, in Soulful Book Lounge, which is on 15 on 8, no, 1508 West 18th Street in the Pilsen area. So if it is a black woman-owned mental health book lounge so if you would like to go into the bookstore and purchase a book that is a place that you can purchase it so super yeah. excited about that thank you kia Ms. hi riot. everybody what's up y'all so i'm pretty riot so um i'm a radio host here in chicago illinois radio i do that every saturday from 4 to 6 p.m um outside of that i'm also a spoken word artist i've been on a few different songs from different artists in the city kid breeze audrey valentine joel q richie west um I've been a blogger. I'm right now on a break right now, so I'm on the rebrand, so I get what you're saying. Okay. Like, I'm kind of picking up some things. So I've been doing my Pretty Uncensored Live series on Wednesday, so I'm giving that a break. But, yeah, I'm just an overall creative. I'm cool. I'm here. I'm happy <laughs> to be here. I was so happy that you asked me to be a part of this because oh, we had a really good yes. conversation when we did Pretty Uncensored. I always so, talk. I feel like I talk to y'all a lot. It's yeah. weird. Like, we always have these conversations, but we never sat down and, like, did a podcast together. Yeah. And it's funny because y'all on here acting like y'all angels, especially Miss Rock. Riot. You be. 
I look, I nah. act like no answer. <laughs> nah, because your tweets, you be having like, you be cussing I'm, niggas out in the DM. Yeah. Absolutely. As she should. <laughs> Absolutely. As she should. Why? Because they come at you the wrong way? Yeah. Like, I think if you're going to come at me respectfully, then we could have a respectful conversation. We could flirt it off. But, like, if what's you the craziest me- DM you received? Have you not? Where's my phone? <laughs> Where's my phone? Because, look, I got the screenshots. But, no, I think the craziest one that made me the most uncomfortable, there was a guy in my DM that was like, all praise to Allah. I Bring me your body. It was really weird. Like, he was talking about an iPhone 12. It was really weird. Uh huh. But yeah, like I get wow. Or actually, yeah, no, I get really wild stuff in my DMs quite often. So yeah, okay. I be cussing niggas out because <laughs> you got to stop actually. playing with me. Stop playing with me. So um, thank y'all for introducing yourself. So we are gonna get into something today that I think a lot of people, especially myself, I've struggled with is is imposter syndrome. Um, it's funny because I just saw that tweet that I showed you, Kia, that um, they say imposter syndrome is not real and it was created for to make black women feel like they're not like in a certain space or whatever, because as a black woman, we, we don't really see that many people uh, represent us or where we want to go or whatever. And I was looking at something that was saying like a positive syndrome is you just being uncomfortable with the status shift. Like, mm-hmm. am I really this person? Mm-hmm. Are we really, am I really worthy of moving up in the ladder? So do y'all feel like y'all have ever like suffered with imposter syndrome? Um, I would say yes, absolutely. Um, I would say, so as you know, we've been in a, uh, mental, uh, not even a mental physical health or national health pandemic, um, for the past two years. So that first year, 2020 going from, um, having like jobs and like opportunities and things and then having it like just shift and it'd be nothing Mm -hmm. for like nine months. And then, then having to re-enter the workspace. Um, I feel like imposter syndrome makes you feel as if you shouldn't be in a specific area. You shouldn't be in a specific, uh, career field, just different things like that. And I do think it is very real, real. I think in reference to what you're talking about, mm-hmm. like when they were talking about like, you know, just proximity to whiteness and just different things like that. I honestly cannot relate because I do not interact with white people. <laughs> okay. As often, but I still think that, so I think uh, proximity to whiteness, <clears throat> imposter syndrome, I think that is a very real thing. But then even without like proximity to whiteness, I think that imposter syndrome is still very real because you can go your whole entire life or a short period of your life not interacting with certain people and then still feeling like like you don't belong. Mm-hmm. And I think um, coming from 2020 to transitioning to 2021, it's just like, okay, you're trying to get acclimated mm-hmm. to the workforce and just different things like that. Um, imposter syndrome is still very real because you still question yourself like, oh, am I good enough? Do I have the credentials? Uh, am I dope enough? Like, am I sounding stupid and I'm looking, right. am I looking stupid? And I think it's, uh, I think it's very, very real depending on like what sector, you know, you're It's in. very real. It's like, personally, I feel I don't think people really know this, but I feel like I've always had like two personalities mm-hmm. and like me and Kia was just kind of speaking about this earlier. Like I'm very reserved and shy sometimes, but it's like people expect me to be like, Absolutely. walk up to them like niggas ain't shit. Like, and like, be, like, like I'm a man. <laughs> like, and that's not me. Like, and yeah. I'm very reserved in some settings. So it kind of like, it's like a battle within myself sometimes. Like, 
am I weird? Am I weird for posting this? Like, and I don't, I think people who have been, become so visible online socially, like that is, it's kind of like when I do it, I, sometimes it doesn't feel right to me, like posting things because it's like, am I trying too hard? Is this going to be received well? Mm-hmm. And also like, especially like us and like what we do as far as like, being in the entertainment and media and like blogging and stuff like that. And it's like, do, are we really making influence? And like, is it, are people, do people actually give a fuck? And mm-hmm. like imposter mm-hmm. syndrome is basically like feeling like a fraud. Basically mm-hmm. like somebody's going to find out that I'm really not this person or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I want to speak on that. What you said, as far as like feeling like a fraud, because absolutely I agree with you guys. Imposter syndrome does exist. But I think when you think about it in a sense of, in a sense of feeling like a fraud, it's like, who am I looking like a fraud to? Because at the end of the day, you're not in the room with me when I'm having conversations with God. Mm-hmm. And like while people around you may have expectations for you that are good, that are bad, whatever the case may be, like that may not be aligned with what I got in store for me, with what God got in store for me. So am I thinking, am I really thinking about being a fraud when mm-hmm. it comes to imposter syndrome? Mm-hmm. Not so much me. Like for me, imposter syndrome really revolves around doubt. I'm a person, like I'm super creative. Yes. I get pulled in different directions by so many of the projects that I want to do so a lot of times it's hard for me to kind of like lock in and, and sit down and like actually do something and I'm like damn am I doing too much they're gonna be like damn this bitch mm-hmm. doing too much right this bitch doing something else now mm-hmm. you're doing this and now you're doing that but it's like I'm also not gonna hold myself back and not at least try it and I feel right. like for me that's the way that I try to overcome my imposter syndrome by at least I'm gonna give it a shot yeah because I feel like everybody deals with doubt I'm not gonna sit in a space and act like I'm just right this. right no I'll be I'll be in my head I'm a Virgo okay, <laughs> okay so I know like, y'all really hurting ourselves extremely so mm-hmm. that's why I said I don't because I, I, when I saw that in the notes I said that's a really good point and I really thought about that like who am I being a fraud to if I do feel like I'm having imposter syndrome? Right, because bitches don't even like themselves at the end of the day. And it's like, we be so worried about how people will perceive us. And like, can mm-hmm. we even control that really? Can we no, control, control how people perceive us no, at all? Absolutely not. You can't control how other people perceive you, receive you. You can't control any of that. What you can control is putting your best foot forward, being authentic mm-hmm. to who you are and what you do. And then like doing shit that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Period, point blank. That's Those are the only things that you can control. But, like, how other people receive it, absolutely not. So do y'all think, like, self, well, not self-doubt, but imposter syndrome comes from low self-esteem? Or is it just something that most successful people deal with? I would say it's a combination of both. Um, because uh, I think with low self-esteem, like, I think it's very nat- natural to kind of doubt yourself, like, unless you have this very, like, overarching belief that, like, I'm dope, I'm the rawest stuff. Kanye West. Kanye West. (laughs) Absolutely. Like, Kanye West, absolutely. Like, a part of Kanye West's uh, success, if you watched his documentary. Mm -hmm, I did. You saw that he had relentless and unwavering faith in in himself. It did not matter if Rock Nation didn't fuck with him. It did not matter if the people on the block didn't mess with him. Mm-hmm. What mattered is that Kanye believed in him, and then also his mama believed in mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Relentless, unwavering. So I think when it comes to like yourself, um, sometimes people doubt themselves, period, point blank. They doubt themselves where it's like, okay, I know that I'm dope, and I know that I'm capable, but like, what if I'm not? Yeah. What if I don't think that I live up to this ideal? what I have 
But then also at the same time, like so other people's um, opinions and yeah, I'm going to just go with opinions. Other people's opinions might also be like, nah, you ain't that raw. Right. But who is somebody to tell you, like, you know, you not that raw. If you feel like you that raw and you putting in that work to amplify that you're that raw, who is somebody to tell you, like, you not that raw, mm -hmm. you know? So I think it's a combination of um, self-doubt and low self-esteem because sometimes you might not think highly of yourself. Like, other people can think you dope D. You dope as hell. That's mm -hmm. You dope as hell. But if you don't believe that, then what is what can somebody else say to you right. to make you believe that shit? You have to believe that shit for yourself. And that's why I think, like, because that's why I've been com so conflicted, like, sometimes with myself. Because it's funny how people, like, will perceive you. And mm -hmm. it's like, that's not how I see myself at all. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, especially, but like. why? Yeah. But especially, like, me. Because people think I'm just, like, this type of person. Like, that's mm -hmm. just what it is. And, like, put me in a box as far as being, like, this outspoken, bold, sexual person or whatever <laughs> the fuck. But it's like, um, actually, <laughs> I'm totally different than yeah. that. And it's just, like. When we, I feel like when we step into our, our authentic self, we wouldn't really give a fuck about what other people say or how their expectations are on us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. And that's what I was going to walk into. I think I've kind of gotten to the point where, like, the only person I'm really trying to prove something to is myself. Like, I've kind of gotten past, like, I feel y'all, like, some, like sometimes it matters and you, you're listening to stuff, you're seeing people work around you, you feel that pressure. But I've gotten to the point that the only person I want to prove something to is myself because mm -hmm. that's who matters. You talk about people don't be happy with themselves. But like, how did you get there? Shit, time. Like for me personally, like I, I'm, a, I'm, I, when I'm going through something, I go into hermit mode. So like I dealt with, I lost my dad. Like twenty, like the last two years for me have been really a lot. Like mm -hmm. I kind of just pulled back, like. And just, like, reevaluated a lot. Like, I, I switched career paths. Like, you want to talk about imposter syndrome? Like, I'm now working in tech. So now I'm, like, one of the only black people in the room, one of the youngest people, the only woman, you know? So, like, I've been in a weird transition. So it's just, like, I have to wake up every day and I have to be comfortable being destiny. Like, fuck a pretty riot. Y'all know that. Y'all right, see that. Right. But I, I have to be destiny before I do anything else. Right. Like, when I wake up in the morning, destiny has to wash her ass. Destiny <laughs> got to get to this bread. Right. You feel me? So, like, I just, I don't know, I took that time. Like, I journal. Like, I started going to therapy. Like, I really just started to do things that, like, fed into me. Like, I, 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 like, shit, I just took the time and did the work. Like, I don't know how to fluff it out and make it sound all pretty sometimes, but, like, because the shit was ugly. I was mm -hmm. depressed. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all was not seeing me on social medias. And if y'all was, I probably was forcing myself to do it just so right. people would know and that I was cool. But, like, mm -hmm. I had to take my time, go through my shit, feel the feels instead of trying to avoid it and numb and it, and, it and and go yeah. over it and actually just for once in my life sit in what I, what sit in what I was feeling and what I was dealing with because sometimes you got to sit in it to get through it. Mm -hmm. I had to sit in it, observe, take a step back and you know, I'm mm -hmm. coming back out to the world. Yeah, so yeah. I honestly feel like that's just kind of like what I went through because um it was a big shift for me personally. Like these last two years, I didn't create shit. I actually, I feel like I couldn't. Like mm -hmm. I felt like it would 
it would have been inauthentic of me to even put something out there mm -hmm. that was not me at that time. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because, like, when you're going through your 20s or whatever, you're learning a lot of shit. You're experiencing a lot of people dating these niggas, mm -hmm. you know, losing friendships, gaining. For, like, it's just mm -hmm. a lot going on in your 20s, and you're just shifting it all out. And it's just like, these are the things that kind of make us us, like our relationships, our careers. Those are the things that make us us. So it's like when we lose those attachments to people or they're not in our life anymore, who, who are we? And, like, that's why I always say, like, we can't really attach ourselves to certain things to create our own our identity or whatever. But imposter syndrome for me is I really feel like I focus on how, I be, how I'm perceived a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm really getting to that point where I just don't give a fuck anymore. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that 100%. Do you think it gets in the way of, like, certain things that um, you want to do but you feel like you're not capable of? <laughs> what has the deep side? Look, because 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 like I, if I'm gonna sit here and be honest, like yes and no. Like I'm a like personally, I'm a resilient person. Like sometimes, like giving up doesn't really cross my mind. It's just like regrouping. It's mm -hmm. like I'm gonna take a step back and regroup, but I'm not gonna give up with shit I want to do because if I don't get it done, then I'm not gonna have what the fuck I want out of life. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna have the material things, the non-material things. I'm not gonna have the experiences that I want, the relationships that I want, unless I just take a step back and regroup. But quit? Oh, never. You know, like, mm -hmm. I'm always check back into the game. So I don't know if it's just resilience, but I'm going to say yes and no. Like, it, it enters my mind, but I, I've gotten to the point where it's like, nah, fuck that. You're better than that. Like Kia said, right. like, if you, if, if you don't believe yourself is dope, then nobody else will. Mm -hmm. So you got to start with yourself first. Gas yourself up. Mm -hmm. You are fucking BP. It's right. as, as mm -hmm. fucking right. high as gas right. prices is. Gas yourself <laughs> up. For real though. For real. <laughs> I feel like this is what I feel like. Um, to agree with Destiny, like if you don't feel like you dope, you're not dope. But like, there's never. I, I feel like some people need to stop rapping. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Like there started. are so many other things just get behind the board. <laughs> what do you mean? They shouldn't have started. Please. But aside from that, I feel like this. If there uh I had an old um boss, we'll call her that. A old superior, a old boss at the job that I had. She used to tell me like, if you're in a room, there's a reason why you're in that room and you should never doubt why you're in that mm -hmm. room. Um, and that was a really hard concept for me to grasp over the past like 12 months because it's just like, you know, I don't have these, these degrees. I don't have, you know, these credentials, you know, I have not been working in this industry for that long, but she just used to tell me if you're in the room, there's a reason why you're in the room. So with imposter syndrome, I kind of feel like if I'm in a room and I'm, I'm meant to be around these people, there is like a reason why mm -hmm. I'm there. Let me figure out that reason why I'm there and focus less on, oh, I don't fit in. Oh, I don't look like them. Oh, I don't have the credentials. Oh, I don't have the degrees. You know, just different things like that. There's a reason I'm in this mm -hmm. room. So let me figure it out. Um, Do you so feel like people need like evidence to to be like, Oh, this is really me. Like I'm really that bitch. Or do you, do you feel like people just speak for themselves? Um, I feel I feel like as far as evidence, you definitely need to see people who look like you, um, in certain positions. So like, if I was 23, 
again and I saw a young woman who was an author, who was a public speaker, who was a workshop facilitator, mm-hmm. I would need to see that young woman and be like, you know what, this, this is the things that I aspire to do. And I know that it's possible. She came from the same background as me. She came from the same college as me. Mm-hmm. She came from the same area in Chicago as me. So I know for a fact that is absolutely possible because those are the women that I looked for. I looked up to, you know, like I would not have been who I am now if I did not see women before me. But even if I did not see those women, I had to have a, a, a relentless and unwavering faith in myself to believe like, you know what, it can and absolutely can be done mm-hmm. um, regardless of what I see before me. So if that answers your question. That definitely does. Absolutely. Honestly, what was the question? <laughs> like I was listening, but I'm trying to formulate this. No, it's okay. I was basically just saying like, do we need evidence to like prove that, okay, we are this person? Yeah, I think it helps to see it because like I'm a person of progress. So like I like to see the little strides that I've made along the way. So I think like, if you look at it in that way, like if you want evidence of your progress, then yes, I think that is the kind of things that will have like fuel your unwavering faith, you know, and like actually feel that and put that energy behind it. But yeah, that's kind of, yeah. I think imposter syndrome probably has gotten worse since we're so visible online Mm -hmm. and like everything is just so convenient. I could see, like I could see everything basically Mm -hmm. at, at my phone's hand, like in my phone's Do you think hand, it's like because you compare yourself to, does think, your subconscious compare yourself to other people? Yes, absolutely. I think, and a lot of people do that, like as far as just comparing themselves to other people, and that definitely is the thief of all joy. Mm-hmm. Because when I first started like blogging and like podcasting and stuff like that, I was like, damn, I'm kind of moving fast in this. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't like receiving it how I was supposed to receive it. And I just really thought, like, like you were saying earlier, I was not supposed to be in those rooms. I was not supposed to meet those people. Like, mm-hmm. I've had so many opportunities as far as me just like like random shit. Like this girl had asked me to go to the sneaker ball, that sneaker ball, like the last one that they had. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like it's just been random shit like that, mm-hmm. that had just fallen in my lap. And I was just like, maybe this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe this is not for me. Um, Why did you feel that way? <laughs> not you turning into the, <laughs> not the interview. Um, I think it takes a lot for me personally. It's a, it was a journey of me just getting to know myself mm-hmm. and, and on all levels and not just like, the subs, the subs, the subs, uh, surface levels. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the surface levels. Like me, like knowing myself to my core and like understanding like why I do the things that I do, the people that I attract. It just, I feel like that plays a huge part in like just in in process syndrome. Period. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I like that tweet. They said it's not real, and mm-hmm. that's why I'm kind of trying to figure figure it out. I don't think it's real either, mm-hmm. because if you have full confidence in yourself, why do you feel like you're not valuable? Mm-hmm. I think because confidence is something that, like, comes in waves and comes and goes. For okay. some people, mm-hmm. like, I always think of, life is rocky. You know, shit be rocky. For real. You know, <laughs> yeah. so, like, you got your times where shit's smooth sailing and you got times where it's, you're really being tested by the waters. Mm-hmm. So I think that confidence is something that people consistently possess, but I think it may show up stronger in certain situations. If everything is going good for you right now, it's easy to be confident. Right, exactly. But, exactly. but if shit's fucked up, you know, and you're, mm-hmm. and you're dealing with something or you're experiencing something you've never been through before, mm-hmm. you're losing people around you or whatever the yes. case may be, like, now you're forced to deal with something different. So it's not like I'm just going to sit back or you sit back in your seat and be like, 
well, I don't believe in myself at all, but this is really hard. Mm -hmm. So what am I doing here? Is mm -hmm. this the place for me? So mm -hmm. I think, I think confidence is something that it's there. People have it, but I think a lot of people aren't necessarily always honest about their relationship with confidence. Yes. Like that's so true. That it it so happens. True. Like we're human beings. Right. Yeah. It's very, it's like happiness Absolutely. or contentment. Like yeah. it's not, you're not going to always be a confident person. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel the same way when it comes to creating content, like you're going to have waves of like, motivation like oh i'm feeling this like mm. this is me this is it and then mm. you're gonna have like times where it's like i'm not feeling too certain about this and i think that's where it just kind of conflicts like am i really doing this for mm. me or well, what is, what is going on are you doing know? it to satisfy other people mm -hmm. or what you think would or what you think other people would like yes so. how do y'all feel about like visibility as far as having like a brand do you feel like you can be, <laughs> why you smile like that? Do you feel like you can be like overdoing it on so, visibility on social media is what I mean. These days I, um, I'm not too concerned with like trying to be or do anything. I just want to be authentic. Mm -hmm. So I'm a I'm a share what the fuck I want to share. I'm sorry if we can't cuss. Girl, I'm going <laughs> to share what the fuck I want to share. I'm going I'm to talk about what the fuck I want to talk about. Um, I feel like I've in my journey, I've been doing this for the last decade. So I feel like in my journey, I feel like I can do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And if you like it, you like it. If you do not, that is perfectly okay as well. If people don't know who I am, that is perfectly okay as well. Somebody going to educate you. Mm -hmm. I don't got to educate mm -hmm. you. You know, but I just feel like um, with the with sharing too much or sharing too little, um, you just have to kind of like move away from like, oh, is somebody going to like this because it's a part of my brand and just be authentic. Right. So like not worrying about like, oh, I have to have a certain Instagram aesthetic. Oh, I have to be like a TikTok star. Right, right. <laughs> I don't get, auntie is old. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't. You're not doing them little dances? No, oh. not at all. I don't have time for that shit. And I, I just don't. I don't have time. There are people who are made for that, but I, I just want to be me. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do. I just want to be like the girl on TikTok that. said. I don't want to do. I don't. I just want to be. And like, I think that's where I'm at with it right now. Yes, is there bags off of you know being a content creator and all of this that and that? Absolutely. Yeah. But if it was meant for me to get that bag, I would have been fucking got it. Yeah. Do you all feel like with the visibility con um topic mm -hmm. do y'all feel like the more visible you are like people kind of uh, what am i looking for like the words i'm looking for like it's kind of like a clout thing like if you're on social media people making it to a clout thing and then we start talking about gatekeeping age, absolutely yes yeah and i think okay so to speak about visibility in the sense that you asked mm -hmm. it about like first like i'm a person i like branding i like marketing i like making shit look cute so mm -hmm. you're gonna get a brand from me right mm -hmm. I don't care if y'all want it or not. You gonna see this. You gonna see my aesthetic because it pleases me. Right. Because I'm gonna put my best foot forward when it comes to me and myself. So yes, when I'm creating, I might be thinking about how people will receive this. But ultimately, it's like honestly, I thought this little thing right here, this one little detail, was raw as hell. And I don't give a fuck if nobody right. else does. Right. So like, I'm so super happy about this that. Nobody can knock me off of it. So when it comes to creating and being visible, like, I think it just depends on who you want to be visible to. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not looking to appease to everybody. Mm -hmm. 
I'm not. I know that I'm somebody's cup of tea. I'm yeah. somebody's shot of Hennessy and mm-hmm. somebody like coffee. Yes. And I'm not coffee. That's cool. That's cool. So let me go over here with the tea lovers, the people mm-hmm. that like a little a little turn up. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself visible to those mm-hmm. folks and appeal to those people because that's what's gonna be easy. That's not not necessarily easy, but that's what's uh, more natural to go towards is to lean towards people that see you for who you are instead of kind of walking yourself into situations where you'll be forced to deal with imposter yes. syndrome. I'm not gonna walk into a coffee shop. And try to make people like me. Right. If I'm tea, I'm just not gonna do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That people there love coffee. You know what I'm saying? Like and that's they like what they like, and that's fine. Yes. You don't have to. I think social media has made everybody want to be likable by everybody, yes. and that's cool and all. But like, let's be real. We yeah. humans. We all got different personalities. We can all coexist together, absolutely. But we don't have to like each other. And you, you, and and that's just. And and I think that's just real. That's you just know? real. Yeah. I feel like I don't want to be liked by everybody because nah. everybody no, should not like you. I don't, like don't, like don't want to be liked by everybody because I don't like everybody. everybody. <laughs> we Absolutely. know Kim. <laughs> we know. If anybody knows. Absolutely. Diamond knows that. she would be like, oh, how do you feel? Well, Diamond, I don't fucking like these people. And that's what it why. is. And that be like, damn, bitch. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about gatekeeping. I don't know if it like goes with the topic, but I think it's something that's very real as far as, like, visibility goes. And, like, the people that's kind of higher up, mm-hmm. they will gatekeep certain experiences or certain resources from you mm-hmm. if you're not this person that they perceive you to be. <laughs> Have that ha- Has that ever happened to y'all? Where y'all felt like y'all was, like, left out of a community, basically, that you are essentially a part of? No. <laughs> the silence. I feel like... I don't know, because am I checking for them? Right. Let's start with that. Um, am I checking for them? Um, am I trying to get access to what they got access access to? So, you know, we're all Chicago-based. Mm-hmm. So, like, the gatekeeping. <laughs> the gate is, is it gatekeeping in Chicago? <laughs> the gatekeeping in Chicago is, um, and I put it in parentheses, quote, not even, quotation marks. Um, because it's kind of just like, well, who are we trying to impress? Mm-hmm. Who, like, who is you? I'm not finna get into the promissory. I'm not finna get into the, into Mansion on Rush. I'm not finna get into Persona. Mm-hmm. I can't come to, yo, girl, walk in there. What? But I feel like it does happen, not even only in Chicago, which I do see it in Chicago a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, I know this was like a hot topic, like a couple weeks ago, as far as, they said, um, what did they say? That we don't have a lot of artists or we don't the music industry in Chicago is basically shitty as fuck or whatever. That's a lie. But um <laughs> <laughs> it's a lie. I I this I love the person who said it. I, I know the person who said it. I love her and I let her know that I disagree with that because it's just that there is a lot of and I think Desk could agree, agree with this as well. Right, because you y'all break uh, artists. Uh it is the the music industry and the scene, whatever you consider that, is very alive and well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more of the fact that are you are you paying attention, attention. to it? Yeah. Um do you have a corporate job where they can't where you gotta play? Say something. Mm-hmm. Twenty you know by what? money by money so bag, yo. Twenty five like, times a day. It's real because do we actually look at new artists? Do we source for them? And st- I know Illinois no. do for sure. Illinois, absolutely. Right. Yes. But nine times out of ten, um, the corporate stuff. 
Absolutely not. People call themselves music journalists and they don't have their ears to the streets. At all. Uh, they And then if they do, they recycle the same people 50 billion times mm-hmm. over. So uh, to answer your question... <laughs> Fuck them. I hear that. Okay, well, um, in regards to gatekeeping, like, yeah, I mean, like, I think we all saw the tweet. Like, I mean, Biko even sat down and had a conversation with her so they could get to, you know, so I'm glad that happened. But, like, I do think gatekeeping exists. Um, I'm definitely happy to be with a brand that doesn't really do that. Like, I think Illinois really stands like on just aligning with people who yes, align with yeah, us. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. again, we that was know who's actually our one of my favorite team. interviews I did. With yeah, y'all. we had yeah. so much fun, yeah, and I think like time. every time we do that, we have so much fun with people. So I think that like we're in a really good position to like put people on, but there are definitely other outlets and people that just seek clout. Like that's what I, that's right. what you said. Are people right. seeking clout in 2022? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like it's, it's, it's easy. It's, it, it could be a quick bag. You know, if you could be one video away from viral, you know? So yeah, people definitely want that, but I, I don't know. Like I, 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 I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's not what my team represents. So like I can't speak from a perspective of something that I don't do. And I would say for me personally, I think for me, if I like you, I like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you know, Diamond. <laughs> if I like you, I like you. Um, if I do not, that is perfectly okay as well. Um, that doesn't mean that you're like a terrible person or a bad person. We just don't lie. Mm-hmm. So I think with gatekeeping in Chicago, I think you need to remain like as authentic as possible and not turn into the people that are trying to quote unquote gatekeep. Right. Because it's kind of just like, again, you can't get into promissory. You can't get into the per- into persona, mansion or rush. But you know what? Chicago is kind of like the only city that I've seen do this mm-hmm. as far as us not really hone each other down like in Atlanta they they be supporting the fuck out of each other in Atlanta Chicago you don't see that it's like a every man for himself in Chicago type shit it's like a survival mode it is like I think Chicago is like real life GTA sometimes it feels like like it's just like I don't want to say savagery sometimes because I'm not going to make it seem like the city is just absolutely terrible. But like when you actually kind of break down some of the things that's happened, it's kind of like it, it's crazy what yeah. really happens here. And I think so many people from different backgrounds, like we all from different places, mm-hmm. all got different stories. So mm-hmm. we all are carrying our own things with us. So you never know what a person is carrying with them. And I think like a lot of times, like it, it, it comes out in how we interact with each other and things like that. So I definitely feel like it, it's important for us to kind of just like give grace mm-hmm. and like just start looking at each other as humans again. Mm-hmm. Because when we realize we all having human experiences out here, it's it takes away a lot of the the. Yeah, I, know I know what you're saying, for, but yeah, that's, that, that's why I feel like social media has fucked up people's perception of visibility. Abs- huh? Hate. Hate. Oh, well. <laughs> Thank you. No, he's right. But I, that's why I feel like social media has fucked up, like, what visibility means to everybody. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's why I just admire Beyonce. Like, we all can't be Beyonce, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, she worked her way to get up there to be off of social media and only do the things that she wants to do. Yeah. So it's like, how much do we give to people? How much do we show people? Whatever makes you comfortable. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't think it's a rule to it. I don't think you should like try to subscribe. Like, oh, I should be Beyonce. 
whatever makes you comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, if you feel like you want to give a day in the life on TikTok every week. <laughs> I don't want to see it, honestly. I'm just like playing. The, I'm playing. I, I, those those. I, I, I love those. Yeah. I love the day in the life. I love to see what y'all cooking. I love to see where, like, There's some shit that I just don't love. Like, you could have kept yeah. that to yourself. Yeah, shit. but, like, if you, whatever makes you comfortable, whatever makes whatever resonates with you. I don't think, I think people really need to shift away from like, oh, this going to hit, this going to go viral, this going to, you know, impact Chloe Bailey. Bailey. Just do what you want to do. Chloe Bailey. With her empire empire music. Child. Listen, beautiful, beautiful gowns. Beautiful Beautiful. gowns, child. Beautiful gowns, beautiful shape. I love that shape. That's the shape. ass is ass. Hey, that is the shape, honey. And that's what I mean, like, as far as imposter syndrome. Like, we don't know who she is, of Mm -hmm. course, but she's a very talented girl. Extremely talented girl. But it's like the songs that she makes, I feel like she's trying to make a hit. Mm -hmm. You think she's trying to, or do you think that she is exploring her artistry? She's trying to make a hit. I, I personally I think, think so. she's trying to make it happen. I feel like, like she's trying very hard, too, because I think, like, musically, she knows her range. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she she's got, talented. she can do, like, musically, she can do so exactly. much that I feel like she's taking the easy way out right now to try to get a hit. Like, absolutely, I agree with I you. I absolutely that. feel like that. I don't know if I agree. I just think she just kind of, she 23. Mm-hmm. She she knows she got an ass on her. Yeah. <laughs> no, shake your ass, yeah. do that. But the music but is horrible. The music. Yeah. I'm talking it's about the music. Very much. Empire. Did you listen to the last one? The treat me song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not fan. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. It's not. I'm not finna be like, oh, they turn put on that Chloe Bailey. <laughs> 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 I'm not finna do that. <laughs> I ain't doing that. Okay. You know, I ain't doing that, but like, do I support who she is as a woman? That's how do I, feel, I love absolutely. that she's being, it seems as if she's being unapologetically herself. Absolutely. I'm 100% for that. Yeah. 100%. I feel like personally, back to imposter syndrome, like, it affects me personally because I feel like, okay, I've created like this brand, mm-hmm. this image of myself, and like, which is, which is me at the end of the day. It's just me, it's a part of me. But like, what is, uh, so what I'm asking is, what is your brand? What is this image that you've created for yourself? Well, I feel like people perceive me differently from what I actually am. That's what, what I'm you, saying. What do people perceive you as? Dude? People perceive me as a man basher, and like that. I would have, I would have went with bad <laughs> bitch. I just got a and quick question. I, no, I, I would have went with and bad like, it's bitch. It's been years since I even bashed a man, right? But okay, Gosh. so can we talk about that? Yeah, like, let's okay, do it. so you know you stuck with that for a while, right? Right, I did. Okay, yeah, because you was really out here bashing the men's <laughs> on the internet. Like, I that's like, what it was. But, but, I, but I still feel the same about maybe I don't feel the same about everything that I've said of course right. but I still feel the same about misogyny and, and like niggas Absolutely. do need to get talked about and mm-hmm. niggas don't have emotional mm-hmm. intelligence and niggas do be dogs like mm-hmm. I still feel that same way but it's just like yes I've been characterized as that but at the end of the day essentially it was more so about women knowing their worth because what I've experienced in a toxic relationship mm-hmm. so the way that it was projected it probably was like okay this is what she is but at the end of the day if you read my old blogs it was about women knowing their worth and like it's just funny how things can just get misconstrued because of the way that you project them. The yeah, or how you put it out there, too. Because <laughs> the niggas don't even read. Yes, it's true. also how you put it out there. Because, I mean, I love your content, Diamond. Like, you're, you're very outspoken. That's mm-hmm. one thing that I love about you. You say what the fuck you want to say. That's great. 
But it's like with you saying that, with you being very blunt, you kind of just got to know what's going to come with right. that. Like right. people are going to, especially through social media, we don't know each other. Yeah. So the only thing that I do know about you is what you choose to choose choose to or not to post so like i can un- i thought she was a man basher until we sat down with <laughs> illinois and i'm like oh she's so like completely different like you have right, so many different views right. so i think like because you said you were younger it was the way you were putting it out there it was received mm-hmm. well it worked mm-hmm. but i think now like you said you still feel the same way but you'll you'll be able to communicate how you feel yeah. so much more in depth That's and you know facts. like just with so much more range now because you have to learn you yeah. know like you have to see that and it's like i think even you getting kind of stuck with that still Stigma kind of, I think when we get stuck with stigmas in general, not even just you, like people in general, mm-hmm. we get stuck with stigmas. It's like, where well, am I going to live up to this or am I going to actually go be who I really am? Yes. And I feel like that's why I wanted to have this episode and why this episode is so important because, okay, like, yeah, that was a part of me. Like, do I still not really fuck with niggas? I don't. But do I still want to be with a nigga at the end of the day? I do. <laughs> so it's like, I do want some type of balance in that in that realm and, and people just seeing like me as a full package and not just this one perception of me. So yeah. Have y'all ever had to like deal with anything like that? Yeah. Um, Especially like being in that field, like I being see. seen so much. Yeah. It's still people think who it's still people that think I still interview rappers and I did that. In, <laughs> right. And I did that in like almost 10 years. But I, like I told you, on the space with uh, Marissa mm-hmm. like a couple weeks ago. Sometimes you'll come across people where they think that you are still that same person and you can't allow them to put you in a box. You have to continuously evolve. Mm-hmm. But even still, when you evolve, sometimes you'll have people who still put you in that box. Oh, Because that's D. where they met you at. Oh, that's D. That's the bad bitch blog. Right. That's the man bash. Right. She, she think niggas ain't shit. But, like, that's not you. And, but also, it's not up to you to kind of like change your mind because the audience that's meant for you is the ones that's right, meant for you. They're right. going to gra- gravitate towards you, they're going to grow with you. And that's all that matters most. Mm-hmm. Um, those old people, like, yeah, they're going to latch on, like, yeah, deep, funny as hell. Or, you know, she she going to tell us, like, we ain't shit. Or, you know, mm-hmm. I think little. Mm-hmm. But, like, <laughs> Yeah. I ain't lie about that. You did not. You did not. But them days don't be dicking. But it's like you're you're continuously growing, right, and evolving. And I'm touching okay. thirty for God's you're sake. You're touching thirty. What they say? Old bitches win. Old bitches win. <laughs> yeah. So. so that's been like a little battle as far as mm-hmm. like something in my twenties because, like I was telling y'all earlier, I had no clue I even wanted to get into this type of field or this like mm-hmm. uh, social I mean um blogging pocket I yeah. never saw that for myself ever like I went and to school just, I was gonna work a job yeah that's what it was and then I started on Snapchat I was just like making funny videos like mm-hmm. saying shit and people was like oh you should do this you mm-hmm. should start a blog. so it, it happened naturally mm-hmm. um but I think I've I think I've grown since then mm-hmm. um I was looking at some of my old shit like wow I was really mm-hmm. out here wow <laughs> I That's how I be feeling like now. I'm embarrassed, but yeah. also I love that candor. I love that. How it was very candid. Very candid. I I love that you were not afraid to say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you might not agree, and it's okay not to agree with your old self for yeah. sure. Yeah. Let's so, talk about it. It's so. Yep. It's so okay not to agree with y'all. I've said shit years ago that mm, we like, we have we can. It's okay to change mm-hmm. our mind, like. Mm-hmm. And I think, unfortunately, social media does not give you the grace to do that. But you take the grace because anyway. the internet does not forget a you, thing. You take it anyway. Mm-hmm. Who, who you gonna let these 
people who don't even fucking know you tell you that you can't evolve and grow. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Hell no. You take that grace anyway. <laughs> no. Take it anyway. Period. Absolutely. No, I definitely agree with that. Like, you should definitely take your grace. I, mm-hmm. I like the way you said that. Mm-hmm. Like, take yes. it. Because, like, if you don't give it to yourself or if you don't take that where it's where it should be given to you, like, you're going to be walking around feeling crazy. But mm-hmm. I think, like, it's also, too, just when it comes to, like, to that, I think it's important for you to just, like, get to a space where it, it it's just, like, Fuck y'all. Yeah. Like, and, and I, I it really, really was, is always it's, fuck people because I think it's like why? It's, like, I think it's it I is. think it's crazy. Like, in my in my own self reflection, I think it was crazy that I was walking around really carrying and trying to live up to what other people felt like what I should be. That's not my responsibility yes. to live up to your expectations mm-hmm. of me. Like, that's not like you can think whatever fuck you want to think about me. Mm-hmm. I know who I am, and yes. I think like the more I think, the more you become comfortable with yourself and just who you are. Like, whether it's a flaw, whether it's mm-hmm. the good parts about you like the more you become comfortable with your triggers yes. things that are going to send you into different ways like the more you become comfortable in that I think some of that stuff just starts to matter less like for me personally it just started to matter less mm-hmm. like I would go from being anxious about certain things mm-hmm. overthinking it to that shit don't even cross yes. my mind in some instances now or if it does it's like all right this is a test like you're gonna continue. And you know what? I love. I love that you said that. Yes, and especially when you already dealt with some sh- some shit beforehand. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this shit again. Like, I know how to deal with this again. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. I think that's like really huge as far as part of our twenties. Mm-hmm. Like, we really learn our hard lessons in our twenties, and we evolve from that. Mm-hmm. So, I just want to let everybody know. It's a new bitch. It's still me because I'm, yeah. I'm still going to talk about shit. But you grown. But it's other things to talk about outside of men mm-hmm. and dating. And, Absolutely. like, that's something I really just want to hone in on this this entire season. Like, everything should not be male-centered. I'm tired mm-hmm. of talking about these niggas. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired. <laughs> and she looks back at the I'm niggas. I'm tired of it. And it's like, and she looks back at the niggas. <laughs> And just stepping right. into the authentic self, because I'm, of course, I'm still gonna talk about dating because it affects my life. But in mm-hmm. an authentic matter, you know. Yeah. Um. So Bitch, we are depressed. Yeah, we are depressed out here. We right? <laughs> talk about that. Yeah. It's like shit that we actually struggle with on a daily basis. So I'm extremely happy that y'all came and sat down to talk to me about the imposter syndrome. Oh, yeah. Cause I do struggle with it, but I'm at a point where I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. And y'all gon' if my pussy hairy and I pull it out, that's what you gonna eat. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, real niggas don't care. Exactly, real niggas don't. Whatever I put out there, you gonna either take it or you are gonna hate it. And like that's just what it is. And I just wanna leave everybody with just stepping into your full self. And like Destiny said, or pretty, you know what? Um, I like pretty Ryan said just. I, Feel everything, your triggers, feel it all, and yeah. like really hone in with yourself yeah. and grow from there. And I really appreciate you, ladies, for even giving me this little boost of confidence yeah. today on the show. Like I and told you, great. if you if you are in the room, you're, you're meant supposed to, to be in there. You're supposed to be there. So why yeah. why doubt yourself? Because and then honestly, the people who are in the room who you feel like oh like they belong and they fit in and blah blah blah, they probably feel the same yes. way that you do. Yes. They probably like, feel I'll the be same feeling like a lot of people feel like they're an outsider and we don't talk about shit mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And we just need to hone in on what makes us unique mm-hmm. and and just if you're weird, embrace that shit. Mm-hmm. I, I accepted a long time ago that mm-hmm. I am not a normal person <laughs> and like that's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna be good with that. But I'm accepting that, and I'm growing for it, growing, growing from it. And I really appreciate this conversation. I think we definitely got 
to some, the bottom of the shit. What do y'all feel like? We're gonna wrap it up. What do y'all feel like uh, people can do to really embrace themselves fully and not really struggle with that back and forth of imposter syndrome? Um, I would say if you feel like you don't match the credentials of other people, maybe try to seek or uh, put yourself in there. So if there's anything that you need to learn, a class you need to take, uh, a program mm-hmm. that you need to complete, do that shit. Because, again, if you're in the room, there's a reason why you're in the room. Yes, ma'am. Um, so, but if you feel like you're not qualified to see to be in said room, figure out what you need to do to be there. Yes. So is it a class? Is it somebody you need to talk to? Is it a program you need to be a part of? Do that shit. Invest that time in it so you can be like, okay, I'm in, not only am I in the room, but I'm also qualified to Mm -hmm. be here uh, as well. And I do want to say something to that. And it's just like when you're shifting your status, Mm -hmm. you're going to be uncomfortable, right? And you have to embrace that new level. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily the fact that you're a fraud or you don't belong, but it, you're just shifting your status. Mm-hmm. But sometimes also, I think being uncomfortable is so needed. Yes. Yeah. Like, sometimes you just have to, like, be in the most uncomfortable situation you've ever had to, like, change your life. Yeah, You know, like, I think sometimes, like, it takes for you to be completely thrown out of comfortability mm-hmm. to get the shit done that you yes. really want to do. And it's fucked up because I feel like I thrive in comfort. Like, even mm-hmm. when I was just having this conversation with Kia earlier, like, if if I'm in a space and I feel like I don't know nobody, I don't She's feel like I don't... I'm quiet. Like, <laughs> Same. She's not why? I'm reading I got a Virgo moon. I'm oh, quiet. Like, and, like, I know some people that have met me over the years, they're like, who is this girl on social media? Like, they don't even know me because... If I don't feel comfortable with you, I cannot thrive in that setting. And I don't like, connect with you. I cannot connect with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't connect with you. Don't make me feel welcome. Mm-hmm. And once I feel like I'm welcome, I'm in that space. And that's why I feel like I stayed um, creating the kind of like the same content for so long because I was so comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. But everything is changing, forever changing. And we have to be okay with those shifts. Do y'all have anything y'all want to promote? Absolutely. Absolutely. So wait, I want to answer your question okay. about what to leave with. So... Um, I definitely would say with dealing with imposter syndrome, like, don't be afraid to get to do the work. Like, don't be afraid of the nitty gritty. Don't be afraid mm-hmm. of the tears. Like, don't be afraid to, like, actually confront confront what makes you f- feel like you're an imposter. Like, what what if you're feeling like a fraud, like, don't be afraid to confront that because the more honest you are with yourself, you know, like, the more honest and authentic you're able to be with everybody else yeah. around you. So I just say sit and take time with yourself. Like, mm-hmm. find things that you like to do. Get that shit out. I'm um, journaling. Y'all mm-hmm. can audio journal. Talk to the voice. Mm-hmm. Talk to the voice notes in your phone. Like Absolutely. do things to make yourself feel better. Get it out. Mm-hmm. Hear yourself. Mm-hmm. Like if nobody's gonna give you space or give you sound or give you a, a space, like hear yourself. Mm-hmm. Give yourself that space. So yeah. that's what I would like to say. Um, I just want to say one last thing about imposter syndrome. Then we're gonna wrap it up. I do. I love what you said. I think it's a dis. People have a disconnect with themselves mm-hmm. as far as like what they're capable of and the, and how they see themselves essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. And the confidence, um, I'm going to piggyback on the confidence thing. Like that is so true. Like confidence comes in waves. So once you're feeling that burst of confidence, I would just say like, remember that, like remember who you truly are essentially at your core. Mm-hmm. And we're going to wrap it up. So I would love for y'all to give me y'all social media handles. Where can they find y'all? Uh, you can find me on all social media platforms. Not this uh, sex talk voice. <laughs> 
You can find me at all, on all social media platforms at Kia Smith Writes. Um, that's K I A S M I T H W R I T E S. Yes, and you can follow me on Instagram at Pretty Riot and Twitter at underscore Pretty Riot. I'm gonna rob that white girl so I can get my. She She didn't block me now, but it's what? okay. It's no, okay. she's gonna get a cease and desist one of these it, days. It, but it's like, insane. But yeah, follow me. Tune in to Illinois Radio. You know I'm gonna shout my home team out. Um, but yes, thanks for having me. It's thanks, so nice. ladies, so much Thank for joining me. And y'all know what to do. Y'all can follow me at. The Dosage Brand on Twitter and Diamond Socials on Instagram. Thank y'all so much for sitting with me and having this conversation.